night, we're going to be talking about this is for the doubters. Amen. Or if we can add a subtopic, help for the doubters. Amen. This is for doubters. This is for doubters. Uh, when, when we look in our world today, there, there are a lot of people who can actually justify their reason to be wavery. Now, I want you to hear me tonight because th this word is relevant for today. Because there are a lot of people that are doubting God can do what he said he can do. And when, when Jude was writing this, hear me now, he wasn't writing to unsaved folks. <laughs> Come on. <clears throat> he, he was writing to Christians because he, he was talking to them about false teachers and, and, and he was trying to warn them about false teachers. And, and Jude, who calls himself a servant, which means that, that he performs or he does duties according to who's ever in control of him. The Bible called Jesus a suffering servant. So that means whatever Jesus was doing, amen, he was carrying out his father's will. And Jude called himself a servant because what he's doing, he's carrying out the duties of not what he wants to do, but because of what he's being um, guided to do by the word, which is Jesus Christ. False teachers. There's a lot of things in this world that have a lot of Christians on the fence, straddling the fence. We, we don't know if we're going to believe God for this or we're going to just do what we know to do. We, we don't know if we're going to believe God for that or we're going to do what we know to do. And the issue with that is we, we easily put God in us on the scale. Watch me. But instead of allowing God to outweigh us, we outweigh God. <laughs> Be, because, we, you know, we, we talk about we trust God with our lives. We talk about it. We talk about how we trust God in the church. We talk about it. But when it comes to being tested, <laughs> we fall back. Come on, talk back to me. We fall back. When it comes to your faith being tested, we fall back. Why? Because you have never had your faith tested in such a way that you have to trust God. 
But it's, it's strange because even in this pandemic, it seemed like some, some of us uh, begin to trust him more and some of us begin to trust him less. Because we, we have an issue sometimes with God. We try to figure out why is God so good and why so much bad stuff happened. And all you got to do is read the Bible. Jesus said, in this world, you will have. Come on, talk back to me. That's an absolute. He said, you will have trials. You will have tribulations. He wasn't trying to fool you. He wasn't trying to uh, pull your leg. He wasn't trying to fake the funk. He wasn't trying to hoodwink you. He wasn't trying to shuck and jab you. Jesus told you that in this world, you will. Notice what he said now. He didn't say he will. He said you will. You and I, you will have trials and tribulations. <laughs> Come on, talk back to me. But see, we don't go that far. We don't go to the end of the verses and, and see the part where Jesus said, but cheer up. I have already overcome the world. So that makes us victorious. But we see the part <coughs> where we only see the trials and tribulations. And sometimes we let the trials and tribulations pour doubt. And so now where we used to trust God, and believing him for things. Now we believe things. Before we believe God. We look at our accounts and say. Nah that's not going to happen. But Jesus said if you pray. <laughs> and believe. What you said. You shall have it. Then he turned around back and said. If you pray in my name. I will do it for you. Then he turned about. He said, if there's anything you pray for, my father in heaven, y'all ain't saying nothing back to me. We'll do it for you. But because of so much stuff that's been going on, can I help y'all? Watch this. Jude is talking to the to Christians. There have been so many things. What's up, Big Mike? There have been so many things that go on in people's lives. Watch this. There are so many things that has happened in people's lives. With church, out of church, in the home, on the job. Watch what happened. So many trials, so many tribulations. It had damaged the faith of Christians. You ain't saying nothing back to me. It has. And I'm not just talking about weak Christians. I'm not just talking about those who are just coming into Christ. I'm talking about people who have been and cried this cliche. I have been in church all my life. But yet they still can't believe God in the area of their life. There are so many churches that have people that cannot do what the Bible is asking us to do. We talked about it earlier before we actually came on. We said, to be ye transformed, watch this, by the renewing of the mind. Why do you think Jesus is telling you you have to think differently so that you won't begin to doubt the power of God? 
but your faith has been damaged. So many Christians' faith has been damaged. And so anything that's out of the norm is, is automatically a strike against you. <laughs> anything that you're not used to, anything that's unfamiliar to you, you get offended. Why? Because you're not familiar to thinking out of the box. You're not familiar with, with allowing God to lead. You're, you're so used to always putting things on paper, so used to always saying, this is how we used to do things. This is how this go. We take care of this. We take care of this. Well, then if you taking care of everything, what do you have for God to do? Y'all share this message with somebody. There's some doubters out here. And But listen, listen. I'm not, I don't want to come down on the doubters. Watch this. Because what Jude is telling us, he said, have mercy on those who waver. In other words, what Jude is saying, they just need some help. <laughs> That's all. He said, now these are those who are not sure what to believe or how to believe. See? So, so those of us who believe God, those of us who trust God, that means we have to help those doubters to see things the way God wants them to see it. Are you hearing what I'm saying to you? Not the way you want to see it. <laughs> we have to help them to see it the way God wants them to see it. Amen. I forgot my little granddaughter in his sleep. So we have to help them to trust God. Because listen to me. There's a lot of Christians that why you, can I say this and I'm going to go. I'm going to go. We, we, we have so many churches. Amen. And a lot of our churches are not Producing the fruit God wants them to, to produce because you, you have the leaders thinking one way. <laughs> and then you got the congregation thinking another way. Hey, Miss Alicia Dukes, how are you? Please share this message tonight. But there's help for doubters. When Thomas heard about Jesus. Listen to me. When Thomas heard what the disciples said about Jesus, he said, that's fine and good for you. <laughs> he said, but I got to touch him. I got to see him for myself. And Jesus showed up. Thomas was able to touch him. Come on. And we call him Doubting Thomas, but watch this. Jesus helped him. Because what he did, what did Jesus do? He revealed himself to the doubt that he had. That he's real. Watch me. Listen to me. <clears throat> all of the people, <clears throat> all of the people that you are around or all of the people that are around you, you talk to, that you see on your job, in the church house, uh, on your neighborhood. Watch this. 
See, they're not believing. <clears throat> they're not believing because they haven't seen it yet. <laughs> Come on, talk to me. See, all we're doing now is we're talking about Jesus. Stay with me. But if you keep on, hey, Miss Stingley, if you keep on, Jesus is going to show up. And when he show up, he's going to blow the minds of those who didn't think <laughs> the way you were believing was real. See, people only doubt when they don't see. <laughs> oh, y'all ain't saying nothing back to your boy. People only doubt when they can't see. <clears throat> Why do you think all them folks didn't get into the promised land? Because they couldn't see themselves in the promised land. You ain't saying nothing back to your boy tonight. There are so many Christians, as I said before, who have said they have been in church all their lives, but cannot see themselves being blessed by God to such a degree that they ain't got to do nothing. God is not asking us to get in his way. God is asking us to believe in his way. Come on now. These doubters, are people who are not sure what to believe because of so much stuff has been going on. Been seeing people die, friends die, children getting shot up, all kind of crazy stuff going on in Chicago. You got Christians scared to come to church. Oh, Reverend, we'll be there when all this stuff is over. <laughs> but have you ever thought, <coughs> when is it really over? I mean, let's let's look at it. Before COVID, watch me. Before COVID hit, you came through all types of neighborhoods. You ain't gotta say nothing back to your boy. I know I'm all I'm I'm here tonight by myself tonight. You don't came through all type of neighborhoods to go to church. You don't care whether there was gunfire on the block last night. You don't care if it was a fire on the block the other night. You still Got to church. Come on here. You walked to church. <laughs> but when COVID hit, watch this. The gunshots didn't stop you. <laughs> oh, come on, talk about it. Folks getting robbed and carjacked didn't stop you. You didn't have no problem with believing God there. So why now all of a sudden because of COVID, you're now doubting that God is protecting you. I know y'all ain't going to share this one tonight, but I want y'all to. This is for doubters. We have to help out. We have to help them. We have to help them. Do say have mercy on those who waver Be because something done happened. Somebody somewhere has did something, said something, showed something to them. And now they're believing that I don't know if this the right. Come on. I don't know if that's the right pastor. I don't know if we should have let them come in. I don't know if we should have hired them. I don't know if we should have let them come to the school now because all this Stuff is going on and stuff is unfamiliar to you. Now you got a problem with it. Now you want to doubt God. Now you want to have questions <laughs> about what God is doing. 
Amen. When you start doubting, when you start doubting, what happens if you leave room enough for the enemy to come in and say, now see, <laughs> you now see, <clears throat> they, they trying to take this from you. You ain't got nothing to say to me tonight. Now see, because you don't let them come in, th this is what's happening. This a whole nother group of people trying to do the job that you was hired to do. You got a whole new set of people that's trying to take you out of what you've been doing all your life, what you know to do, what you know to do. See, you're not willing to move with change because you don't want change to change anything. What's up, Brother Brown? Why you, can I say this to you? Watch this. These are the people, once again, <coughs> these doubters need our help. We need to help them to see. And understand what God wants for their life. Not what we want. It's not about, see, here's what doubters do. Doubters believe that everything you do, you're doing it because you're trying to build a brand for yourself. Oh, come on. That's what doubters believe. The doubters believe that whatever you're doing, you're doing it because you want to build you. <laughs> Y'all ain't having your boy. Please share this message. But we are here to help doubters. We are here to help them to understand whatever we do for God ain't got nothing to do with me. I ain't trying to build a brand for me. I'm trying to build a brand for God. Anything I speak I speak because I believe God going to do it. <clears throat> has nothing to do with, with, with trying to be uh, popular. Has nothing to do with uh, trying to build something for myself. If God needs me to do anything, if there's any building that's going to happen, God's going to do it. See? But when you have doubters, Doubters, they believe that when you start doing stuff outside the norm, that's a problem. But we have to help the doubters to understand that God wants us to live free. Jesus said, I come that you might have life and that you may have it in bonds. That ain't what he said. That you may have it in chains. That is not what he said. See what doubters like to do. Doubters like to put chains on your dreams. <laughs> Red if you still on. Please write that down for your boy. I don't want that on the t-shirt for real. Doubters like to put chains on your dreams. Red write that down. They, they, they want to keep you in bonds. So they'll have a. Have a. Have, uh, uh, a, a GPS about where you are all the time. You know, on our phone, we have them little location things so that when you, wherever you go, somebody will know where you're at. That's what, they, that's what doubters want to do. They want to put chains on you so they'll know where you're at at all times. It's when they can't find you is when they got problems. 
<laughs> but we have to help them to understand it's not about me. It's all about God. We have to help them to know God wants them to live free. Not bound to fear of losing anything. Watch this. They or we are to help them to live as holy because God is holy. We have to help one another to live a moral life as 100% as we possibly can. In other words, let's keep each other accountable. See, the doubters don't believe that. They don't believe that they need to live holy all the time. They can be holy today and just be whatever they want to be on Tuesday. No, no, no. You have to be holy, live morally at all times. Why? Because you have people listening and watching you. But when you're wavering, you, you think it's okay to slip every now and then. It's, I mean, you understand, everybody slip, but sometimes you slip just way too much. And for our doubters, we have to help them. Amen. We have to help our doubters. And I ain't talking about the unsaved people. Unsaved folk already know what they are. I'm talking about Christian people. The ones who cry, I love the Lord. He heard my cry. He pitied every grow long as I live. Why trouble rise? Why do you think trouble rise? Because <laughs> Jesus said trouble gonna rise. Come on. Then we sing that hymn. <clears throat> I know I am a child of God, although I move so slow. <laughs> Oh, man, if we're a child of God, then we have no reason to doubt. But if there are some doubters in our congregations, if there are some doubters in our families, how can we help them? If we can't talk to them, if we can't see them on Sunday, then we have to uh, live a life where people can know that there is a God somewhere. These doubters, they are to care for other people and not be selfish. So when you're a doubter, you, you, you have no problem with not being concerned with what's going on outside the church walls. You ain't saying nothing back to me. But then you got a problem with the people that do do stuff outside the church wall. <laughs> And so now you're doubting if they're for the church or for themselves. Come on, talk back to me. And you don't have to do all of that. All you have to do is look in the Bible. You ain't got to doubt if somebody is for the church. If somebody is doing something in your church, in your community that has never been done before, you best to believe that it's all God. See, what we do, what doubters do, what doubters do, we have to help our doubters now. We have to help our doubters. What doubters do, they don't look at God, they look at the man. 
And so when they look at the man, they doubt that God had anything to do with it. <laughs> Come on, talk back to your boy. Please share this tonight. So the doubters, they don't look at God. They begin to look at you and they begin to say, oh, they, they just think they just doing way too much now. They, they don't take all of that. They don't have to do that. They don't have to go out there. And then listen, I look at all these other ministries. I look at a lot of ministries. I look at a lot of ministries and I look at a lot of ministries. And there are a lot of ministries that been in ministry for 30, 40, 50 years and still have not done half of the things I've seen other ministries do that been in existence five and ten years. Ain't got to say nothing back to me. That's because, watch this. That's because they moved out the doubt and began to think kingdom-mindedly. See, kings don't doubt anything. They speak and it happens. Come on here. So we have to help our doubters to understand that we can't be closed-minded, that we have to be open-minded so we can open our hands. Come on, talk back to me. And when you're doubting, you doubt that anything you let go of is going to do any good. <laughs> let me tell y'all something. <coughs> we have been doing, and, I, and at First St. Peter, hey, Shantae, First St. Peter, we, we feed and clothe every Saturday. We feed and clothe Every Saturday. Amen. First St. Peter. We do this every Saturday. Listen. And there have been people. Listen to me. There have been people to come out of other communities. Out from, I mean, even from the west side. Humble Park. Garfield Park. Amen. Now, I know they may have went to another complaint, But I'm just saying. Other people from other communities have come through First St. Peter. Some people have been sent. There was a lady that came and said, listen, I went to the Salvation Army. Listen, it's a true story. She said, I went to the Salvation Army and they told me to come to First St. Peter. I can get help here. That's all God. Come on. Who knows us at the Salvation Army? I don't even know which Salvation Army it was. But they said to that lady, go down here to this church. They can help you. <laughs> Doubters just need to see Jesus And we have to help them to see him we, we're, we are not to come down on them But we are to help them to see That whatever we do We do it for Christ And if we are going to move in one cadence, in one step, then we all have to believe Jesus the same way. Even in our own homes. A marriage can't work if two, if your minds ain't working. If you're thinking one way and the husband thinking another way, it ain't going to work. You got to get Jesus in it. You got to get God in it. You got to get the Holy Spirit in it. And what do we have to do? We have to help our doubters to know at all times, we are to trust God completely and not our own thoughts. Amen. And that's where many of us fall short. That's where many of our churches 
get locked down on because they begin to think their own thoughts. They begin to believe that since I've been here the longest, I think I deserve this seat. But if God didn't give you that seat, it's not your seat. We have to trust God at all times. We have to move away from sounding churchy. We have to move away from being churchy. We have to move away from looking churchy. We have to be and sound like Christ. Man, when this pandemic is over, people are going to be looking for real places to worship. Come on, talk back to me. I done heard too often that certain people in the church sound mean. They talk to people with the wrong tone of voice, trying to set folks straight. That ain't what God called us to do. God did not call us to set the pastors straight. He did not call us to set leaders straight. He called us to work together as one body in Christ. But when there are doubters, there's no trust. Because somewhere down the line, trust has been damaged like faith has. Trust has been damaged. So now the doubters don't believe that you are who you say you are. But we have to help them to look beyond us. And this is the issue with us. We keep looking at this flesh and bone and we don't see Jesus. If you know Jesus... We have to help our daughter.